Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my joy to be able to dive deep into God's word with you. And I pray these podcasts are a blessing to you and your family as well. Uh, If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist and how we might come alongside of you, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. Friends, today we're going to continue looking at this moment in Acts chapter 22, where the apostle Paul is standing in defense of the gospel. Now, we're going to find something here uh, that is that is something I've told you numerous times as we've had these podcasts together, uh, and that is the following. Your testimony is the most powerful witness to the gospel uh, that you have. And the reason that it is the most powerful witness that you have is because no one can deny what God has done in your life. You know, they can deny a lot of things and they can chalk it up to to science or chance or whatever. But when a person is born again, when a person lived one way and now suddenly there's a change that has been brought into their heart through the Lord Jesus Christ, which is undeniable, there's no way that they can contradict it. They can't figure it out. When thinking about that today, the Apostle Paul is about to stand and give a defense by giving his testimony. So he's standing before those rioters. He stands up and he says, listen now to my defense, speaking in the Hebrew language. And we're going to read a relatively lengthy portion of scripture today. He says, It says, when they heard that Paul was addressing them in the Hebrew language, they became even quieter. And he continued, I am a Jewish man, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel and educated according to the strict view of our patriarchal law. So right here, he's got them hooked. I mean, these are people that are throwing out all these accusations against him based on their law. Well, here's a man who knew the law like the back of his hand. I mean, here's a man who grew up in this city, Jerusalem, under the feet of one of the most influential uh, Old Testament teachers of that day, a man named Gamaliel. And that's what Paul's bringing in front of them. He says, being zealous for God, just as you are today, I persecuted this way to death, binding and putting both men and women in jail as both the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify about me. He says, after I received letters from them to the brothers, I traveled to Damascus to bring those who were prisoners there to be punished in Jerusalem. Paul says, look, I used to be in your corner. The zeal and the passion you feel today is the same zeal and passion I used to have. And so friends, right here, Paul is saying, I resonate with you. I understand why you believe what you believe and why you think it's true. And Paul says, as a matter of fact, if you would have asked me this, if, if this would have happened 10 years ago, I would have been on your side. I would have been fighting against the, the way I would have been fighting against the gospel. I was zealous. As a matter of fact, so zealous. I was the hitman. I was the one they sent to bring Christians back. 
I was the one who punished them in every city and had them placed in jail. That's how zealous I was. And so it must have been a particularly astonishing moment for the people in the crowd to see the one who used to persecute the way now standing there himself persecuted. You know, what has happened to this guy? I mean, he used to be the one who was amongst us fighting against the way, and now he's the one who has the bruises and the scars all over his body for the way. So what happened? How has this change occurred? And then Paul goes on, and he says, As I was traveling in near Damascus about noon, an intense light from heaven suddenly flashed around me. And I fell to the ground and I heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I answered, who are you, Lord? And he said, I'm Jesus, the Nazarene, the one who you are persecuting. Now, those who were with me saw the light, but they did not hear the voice of the one speaking to me. Then I said, what should I do, Lord? And the Lord told me, get up and go into Damascus. And there you'll be told everything that is a sign for you to do. Now, let me just pause right here for just a moment and just tell you that Paul believed in the Lord Jesus Christ because he had personally experienced the power of the resurrection. The apostle Paul on the road to Damascus actually had an encounter with the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. And here's the thing. He never got over it. The rest of his life, he lived for one purpose, one cause to take the name of Jesus to the world, to take the name of Jesus to the lost to see souls converted and saved. Friends, I hope this morning that you have never gotten over the moment you were saved. One of the saddest things that I see in the Christian church is this. Although I've never met a person who has regretted their salvation, many times I've met people who have so far passed salvation that they don't remember the change that Jesus brought in their life, the day of salvation. Friends, I pray today that the same fire that began to burn in your heart many years ago is the same fire that's burning today and that is even brighter. You know, just last night I was talking to a friend of mine and we were kind of going back and forth. It's a friend I haven't seen in some time. And and they found out that my birthday's coming up and they found out that I'm almost 40 years old. And they said to me, they said, man, pastor, you're getting old. And as I hadn't seen them in maybe 10 years, and my response back was this, yes, I'm getting much older, but the fire is only burning hotter. And friends, I'll tell you today, I've never gotten over being saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, the more I dig into this word and the more I understand who I am and who he is and what he did for me, the fire only burns hotter. There's a fire in my bones that cannot be quenched. And like the prophet Jeremiah, if I say I'm going to hold it in, it just explodes out of me. And that's how it is with the apostle Paul. He never got over the moment that the Lord Jesus Christ saved him. And so he goes on here and he says, since I couldn't see because of the brightness of the light, I was led by by hand to those who were with me. And I came into Damascus and someone named Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, having a good reputation with all the Jews residing there, came and stood by me and said, brother Saul, regain your sight. And in that very hour, I looked up and saw him. 
And then he said, the God of our fathers has appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear the sound of his voice. For you will be a witness for him to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now why delay? Get up and be baptized and wash away your sins by calling on his name. Don't you love that? The moment that Paul is saved, he received his calling into full-time gospel ministry. And I'm not talking about full-time gospel ministry as we see in the church in the year 2022. I'm talking about just a man who was bound by the chain of the gospel. A man who could not do anything else but tell the world of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why Ananias says, you will be a witness for him to all people of what you have seen and heard. Friends, this is why Paul was such an effective witness, or as we talked about yesterday, such an effective defense attorney for the gospel. It's because he was there. He knew what had happened the day he was saved. And because of that, he could stand up with his feet planted solid on the rock of Christ Jesus, look at a crowd of rioters and say, this is what Jesus has done in my life. And if you want to know how to be saved, you must put your faith and trust in this one, the one named Jesus Christ, dead, buried and resurrected and coming again. And so Paul stands up and in his defense just tells what Jesus has done in his life. Friends, I pray that's your testimony as well. I once was lost, but now I'm found. T'was blind, but now I see. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound.